Hi, you're in the right place. It's the Air That I Breathe podcast, but just a few words from our sponsors. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hi, this is Jody Helen. Welcome to the Air That I Breathe podcast, new series called Life Verses. God's Word is the breath of life, and the more you know it, the more you can learn from it, apply it, and live it. My heart is to encourage you to go out and be disciples of Jesus and live that abundant life promised from God. Life Verses. What are those? Well, if you've listened to the last few shows that I've produced, you'll see that I have based this season on life verses because I think that it's very important to have some scripture memorized so when things are nutty and crazy on earth, which happens every single day, then in the back of your mind, you pull that file to bring to the forefront of your mind a life verse that shows you how God did not intend for you to feel depressed, anxious, sad, worrisome. He didn't want you to hurt and so on. When I was blessed to be a part of this show, God laid it on my heart through deep prayer because the first thing I went to the Lord with was, Lord, what am I going to say? What is my content going to look like? And yes, I am a content creator, but like any author, writer, songwriter, you name it, it's hard sometimes. But he graced me with this idea that I'm going to just touch on life verses and I'm going to speak to those because it all started when I was coming to Christ, when I was saved and starting that walk as a little, little newborn baby. I was teaching religious education at a local church I belonged to and I dissected, broke down the Lord's Prayer. And it was so cool because it taught me that the bread is the bread of life. So this next life verse is going to be about 2 Corinthians 12, 9. The scripture reads, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. This verse is probably, in my opinion, a life verse that is as strong as what people say when they are in a dire, dire, painful episode or experience, which a lot of people say, let go, let God. And on my podcast, I would talk about, hey, let's shift that around a little and say, let God let go, because we can't let go, right? If I could have let it go, I would have let it go a long time ago. That's why I reversed it. But regardless, I encourage you all to speak to the Lord, whatever that looks like. But with this particular scripture, I wanted to just remind everybody that in the midst of the hurtful moments of life, his grace is all you need to sustain you for the day. And I say that because during one of the most darkest periods of my life, and not particularly the one that I spoke to in the last episode where we talked about the loss of my second child, but this particular episode of life, which unfortunately is continuing, 
is the sexual and identity struggle of my oldest daughter. It is the thorn in my flesh. It is the struggle of my life. And it is especially the struggle of her life. And I came to a point where I knew there was very little I could do but trust in the Lord with all my heart and remind my spirit that His grace is enough for what I need for today because in this weak, fearful moment, day, week, year, His power is made perfect. And even though you look at, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly, you know what? Her struggle has been heartbreaking. It has caused a lot of conflict and pain. And I can tell you this, although I am not an affirming mother, I am a loving and accepting mother and will always stand on that ground because I truly believe when we are in ministry and we want to walk like Jesus, Jesus, although he did not agree with everybody and he didn't have to, he was always accepting, he was always loving, and he was always offering hope understand, I will boast all the more gladly in this weakness. You can try to listen to the word boast is not so much. I am boasting about the new car that I just bought, that you can know that I am sharing this information because it is not just my weakness. It is a societal weakness. God offers us a grace that we need to keep going in spite of temptations, problems, hurts, exhaustion, conflicts. When you realize that boasting and expressing our problems shows that we recognize we're weak, but God is our strength, and there it will rest on our spirit. So you guessed it, here comes another acronym that I want to share with you, that if you have to just write it down on a post-it note and keep it on your desk, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on the dashboard of your car to remind you that grace is all we need to sustain us because there's power in the weakest parts of life. So G, get with God. First and foremost, the minute that pain hits, the minute that fear becomes overwhelming, go to the Lord through prayer, through scripture, through conversation. Just say to him, let go of this God. R, rest in his presence. Know that the minute you ignited the Holy Spirit within you, he's right there and he's ready to show you his unfailing love, hope, and grace. And it's okay, friends, for letter A, to ask for deliverance. In fact, that should be your request when you are walking alongside a difficult situation and when your heart is hurting and you feel like you cannot find any solution. You ask to be delivered to him from this worldly ignited pain. Letter C, change your perspective. This is probably one of the blanket statements to changing your worldview. In other words, I can rest in knowing that God's will is going to prevail over this pain and this circumstance and my perspective, although it wants to just lean on the flesh in the world. But when I started to shift my perspective to Christ, to who he is, to how he walked this earth and how he would bring people in from a place of acceptance, but he didn't leave them there to believe what he believed. He taught them. He showed them the perspective of his father. That's where true growth and spiritual prosperity began. And the last letter in grace, 
expect his goodness. A lot of times we walk through these prayers and conversations with God, and then we're feeling so ignited in the spirit and we're just ready to believe in all the good that he's going to do. And then we walk away and we go to the flesh and the world and we're like, nothing's ever going to change. Nothing's ever going to be worked out for good. This is beyond my grasp and God's. Well, friends, that is not God talking. That is the enemy talking. And that is you listening to your mind and not your spirit. And that is you not trusting in the Lord because we have to expect that the goodness that he promises in his word is real and true and will prevail. I think I've mentioned on another show, but I lead a Bible study every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And right now we're going through all of the Dr. Jeremiah Bible studies that are basically the New Testament, the book, just scripture, and some Q&As. That's it. It's awesome because I want to learn his word. It's relayed under the New King James Version, so it's as close to King James as some of us can understand, and it, it's scripture. But he is so, so smart and so wise and how he helps us to really think through the words that God wanted us to understand. I so highly recommend it. So we just finished Second Corinthians, and in there, there are these incredible words to think about that Dr. Jeremiah brought up that I just, I can't begin to tell you how important this particular scripture was for me to understand. In the book, Dr. Jeremiah, he does a lot of setting the stage and he does reflecting on the meaning, et cetera, et cetera. In one part of his study, Dr. Jeremiah does a lesson and he sets the stage and then he reflects on the meeting after we discuss the scriptures in that particular session. So this one particular session is a little before 2 Corinthians 12, 9. It's in 2 Corinthians 11, 1 through 33. And I'm going to just share one of his thoughts, that is Dr. Jeremiah's, on just what I felt to be so relatable and understandable and what we need to do to get ahead of the pain and suffering that the world is going to give us because it is going to happen because that is what a broken world does. So just understanding Paul and the hardships that he encountered when he was trying to share who Jesus was to all of the churches in his letters and in his journeys, I wanted to relay this one particular thought that Dr. Jeremiah expressed. And I think it's just critical that we realize how we need to learn to build the spiritual endurance of who God is alongside of wearing the armor of God so we can be prepared for life's punches, hurts, and devastation. So Paul was able to weather these hardships because he didn't look to his own power to survive them. He looked to the power of the Holy Spirit living within him. Paul had grown inwardly as he was assailed outwardly. In the same way, we can be assured no matter what troubles we face, we can trust God to be with us in the midst of them. However, like Paul, we need to take steps now before the trials come to strengthen our relationship with God so we can understand what it means to rely on His strength. Friends, that is probably one of the most powerful statements that I have heard in what can help to explain why I'm in ministry to begin with. Because I've learned that life stinks sometimes, and maybe that's not an optimistic purview, but why I say that is because it does. I don't look at the world as the glass is half empty because I know that there is beauty in this world and on this earth because that's what God, that's what he intended and offered us. 
but it is a broken world that has free will and opportunity, and people are messing it up left and right. But in changing the perspective and having a worldview that's about God, about Jesus, wanting to be more like Him, understanding the Bible, following His Word, that is when you can take a scripture like 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That is when you can understand that scripture and use it as a life verse, relaying it in your mind moment by moment by moment to help you to know that he's got you. There is a prayer that was created, I believe, for the Alcoholics Anonymous 12-step program. And in that prayer, it talks a lot about serenity and acceptance. It is an incredible prayer because it really is very compact, where it gives you a different perspective and acceptance that the world isn't always going to be good and fruitful and exciting, but it is how you look at it through acceptance, through a pragmatic lens, through trust and through surrender. So I'm gonna read this prayer to you. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. So let's break that down really quick because I don't believe in just saying something without helping people to understand it. Serenity is peace, calm. It is an acceptance in a situation that knows I'm gonna feel this peace even through a circumstance that I truly don't have the power to change. But there are things on earth we can change. In other words, if we're sick, we can go to a doctor and we can get medical help. And a lot of times when I look at that particular phrase, courage to change the things I can, this can relate to alcoholics, drug addicts, people who are dealing with anxiety and depression. If you can find the courage, because if you look to him for that courage, he can put you into that meeting. He can bring you to that doctor. He can find you the medication or the mental health care that you need. And those are the things that you can change. You can change your next steps. And wisdom to know the difference. I look at that phrase as wisdom is only going to come from God. To know the difference of the things that you can change on earth and the things you can't change. Because we really can't change people. We can't change what they think, what they do, how they act. We can only be a vessel to who God is to show them what that change looks like. Meaning the change of turning your pain into power, turning your glasses half empty to glasses half full, turning from a pessimist to an optimist. The wisdom comes from God. The wisdom is in Proverbs. Knowing the difference of the things that we can change on earth, which is taking care of ourselves, our mental and physical health, exhibiting love through everything we do, having integrity in every way we walk, work, live, talk, but knowing that the difference is God who is going to turn the weaknesses into power, and only He can do that. Let's pray. Father God, just thank you for these words. Thank you for your grace, and thank you for sustaining me each and every day so I can show that in the weaknesses of life, the power comes from you. Amen. Next week, we are going to talk about Psalm 23. So if there's anyone out there who just needs to find some rest, even amidst the valley of the shadow of death, you will find it in God.